Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Now that you and I could talk privately, I'm concerned because I'm not convinced that this is the place for him to grow up. I don't know. Don't be offended, but I just, I don't, I'm not seeing it. This is my second visit to Ethiopia, and I'm more worried leaving this time than I was four months ago. I think the problems are greater. We have a third person involved here. And also, I don't think that Ari and Binyam are communicating any better than they were when I was here. We are at the penultimate episode of the season of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. Join with me to talk about everything that happened this week is my sister, Kelly. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Y'all loved her on Married at First Sight. We'll see how she does with 90 Day Fiance. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how have you felt about this season overall? Are you getting over 90 Day Fiance? Or are you still invested? Um, I would say that it's, I'm not over it because I'm still watching this trash, but it's starting to get to the point where I'm like, come on, you know? Right. It's, some of the stuff is like, you're just trying way too hard. I, I, I guess I don't love anybody that much, and I never have. And I may never, I never will. Yeah, we haven't had a couple this season that's been, like, messy. Maybe Brittany and Yazan, but it's not messy the way that, like, a, you know, like, Paul and Karini or... Uh, Homegirl with Muhammad, Danielle and Muhammad. 
I need something that's just like trashy. It is trash. <laughs> but it's a different kind of trash. Well, how do you like, clarify the like, difference? Because I'm, so, I'm like, what do you mean it's not? <laughs> I want people who are like funny and are entertaining. And these storylines are interesting or mm-hmm. annoying. Like Tim Mostly and Maylisa. Annoying. Right. Like I never want to see Tim and Maylisa again. No. Oh God, no. <laughs> you know how I feel about her. It, lump. Anyway, let's start with Devin and Jihoon, because they didn't really have too much going on. Jihoon's still completely terrified about Alicia. <laughs> Alicia okay. and her husband come over to check out the apartment, and they also are going to be doing this, like, traditional Korean pre-wedding ceremony called mm-hmm. the hop. Mm-hmm. That box thing where he brought over a box of stuff. Right. Why did she hide? I got confused. Did he? Is that was that part of part of it? Why was she in the closet? I think it's part of it. Okay, I didn't get the impression that it was part of it because he even looked confused. (laughs) Um. So he has to go over his parents to get the box. He comes back with two friends with squid masks, and I don't mean masks that look like squids. It's literally dried squid on their face. I was like, what? How is that? I was confused. It was so gross and scary looking. <laughs> and then after, you know, further on in the episode, she said that it smelled. Like, yeah, and he was... I can't believe they didn't say anything while they were there. <laughs> I'm like, can you tell that stinks? <laughs> and then he ate it? Mm-mm. He ate it while they had it off of their face. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem. If you like dried squid, that's one thing. But he had that on his face. <laughs> yeah, we can't be doing that anymore. I don't think that was part of the ceremony to eat the mask. No, no, he just said he liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, <clears throat> been thrown in the trash. <laughs> so he gives the box to her parents, and it has like all these symbolic things that are supposed to help with like good luck and fortune and just good vibes all around for their future. It had a uh, some like uh, what do you call it? A uh, Like an astrologist or something. Oh yeah, yeah. like a, a, a an outline for their future like a, a written note or whatever. They didn't open it but yeah, it was supposed to be like a, a story about their future. Right. I don't know who wrote that though. Probably Drusilla. Devin's <laughs> hiding in the closet <laughs> and he has to go find her. And then that was really it. Then Devin, there's a scene of Devin and her mom. She was trying on her wedding dress, which was really pretty. She said it was very her, which I yeah, found. It was really pretty. It was very pretty. I'm like, you didn't have any money, but you, uh, maybe her dad bought it. The biggest thing I got out of this episode was that Jihoon is obviously dyeing his hair. Like uh-huh. a reddish brown. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's just the fashion over there. Okay. Yeah, he <laughs> died. Um, yeah, he's done a lot. I'll have to show you a picture. He got his nose done. He looks he different now. Mm-hmm. He looks what now? Very different. But he, he didn't have no money. Well, he probably got, you know, Instagram money or something. 
you know, they give all the low level reality stars free surgery. Oh yeah, problem. that's true. You but, look at cell phones for a living, broken cell phones at that. <clears throat> you don't even fix them. You just make sure that you click on a couple icons, make sure that they turn on and that's your job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Devin says, you know, things have been <laughs> a lot better between she and Jihoon. Mm-hmm. And his family since the miscarriage and they've gotten so much closer and she's hoping that because everything's good on their end that Alicia can stop being so mean to Jihoon and they could all be one big happy family and she's like I just want to know if I have your approval to get married and she's like yeah you know she just wanted to see them in a nicer apartment she wanted to see Jihoon be nice or to Devin and she's happy she can't really find anything to complain about that's basically it yeah but it's ridiculous in what way (laughs) i mean how is he i don't know i don't know how he makes money um i can't imagine that that salary is you know enough to take care of a family of four it can't be. It can't be. I mean, the, the apartment is obviously a lot nicer, but you still have a baby and a child and a wife. And I don't know how he's doing dealing with that um, on an income that res- basically means you're looking at cell phones. I mean, the only thing that I can think is that maybe they're doing cameos and making money off of that and making money off of social media. Doing ads. That's really the only thing I can think of. Yeah, because it, it's not from cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> that we know. That we know. Um, that was really the end. Let's go to Ariel and Binyam just to get them out of the out of the way. <sighs> so we see Janice, her mom, she's flying back home. Her dad flew home the other day. Mm-hmm. And so Binyam cares for the baby while Ari takes her mom to the airport. So in the car, Janice is like, now that we're alone, I just need to know, like, are you okay? I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Your relationship doesn't seem like it's any better than the last time I left you. And I don't think this is a place for Aviel to grow up and <clears throat> say less and I'll get you a ticket to come back home. And she says, you know, is this really what you want? Because you sacrificed so much to be here. I'm like, I guess, like, okay, you sacrificed your lifestyle, but, you know. Well, it's like they live in the projects. And, I mean, compared to, and I realize that there are nice areas of Ethiopia and there's, you know, but where they live doesn't look like anywhere I would want to live. And if I was the mom, I would be like, are you sure you're okay with this? Because this doesn't look like how you were raised, how you would grow up, and anything that you would be comfortable living in. I'm, I'm baffled by how I, I, she, I couldn't live over there. Not in that house. Mm-mm. No. And I wouldn't live there either. 
but I don't know. I mean, I think there's part of Ariella who feels guilty because of what happened to Binion before with the last white lady that he knocked up. <laughs> and maybe she feels a sense of loyalty. I don't ever get the sense that they really like each other that much. No, she doesn't like him. She, I think she had a good um, sexual relationship with him two or three times, maybe. And that should have been it. The whole baby and moving over there and all that kind of stuff was way, way outside of whatever she should be doing in her life. And I don't know how long she's going to be able to stay there because she's so far away from their culture and that type of lifestyle that I just can't see her staying long. When she told her mom she wanted to stay, I was surprised because I would have been running. I I was surprised too. I genuinely like did not think that she was going to put her foot down as much. And but I also think it's unfair of Janice, her mom to drop all these emotional bombs and then be like, "All right, well, I'm leaving. Bye." Like <laughs> Why have they, have they have the means. They have the means to bring her home whenever she's ready. She's like, "Look, we can book you a fight today. You ain't got to be in this mess." Right. But I feel like you're going to have that big conversation. Don't do it literally on the way to the airport. Like, I don't know. And also she's supposed to do it. They could have had lunch. (laughs) They didn't have time. Gone down to the lobby. They didn't have time. Talk while he's doing his dancing. Dancing in the clubs at night. Right. Talk to him then. I just didn't like like that she did all that. That's a lot. That's a lot to just put them, you know, because you have to deal with a double whammy of your mom. They're obviously very close. Mm -hmm. Leaving. Yeah. You know, every connection I have to my normal life is just about to hop on a plane. And she's saying, you know, I, I, I didn't like that. I feel like Janice puts her in these emotional upheavals and then we have the one who's acting like a Tasmanian devil it's not fair but I don't like Ari anyway um so then the next scene or we go to Aviel's baptism Mm -hmm. and I think this is the best Ariella ever looked with that little Swiss Miss braid oh yeah she was cute that day (laughs) that day yeah um Binyam is like, I just, I'm concerned that she's going to freak out when they get there because this baptism is really important to me. And I don't need Arielle acting like she has all the times before she's been in a bad situation. Right. Um, so then she says, I just need you to be patient with me. And I feel like Binyam has only been patient with her. Yeah, I mean, but he... She should again. She should have never had a baby, had had an, an an experience with him that would have resulted in having a child, because she doesn't respect their culture. She doesn't understand it, and she has a lot of problems with it. So it's causing it to be a problem with them and all that fun and happiness they had before the baby is gone out the window. 
Right. Because it's not just a cultural difference. It's the fact that everything that she isn't comfortable with turns into I'm being forced to do something that I don't want to do. And, you know, it's not a culture shock. It's Binyam's making me do things and forcing me and guilting me. And he's a bad guy. And I'm doing all these things that I don't want to do. And I feel like there's a gun to my head. And, you know, (laughs) I'm sweet and innocent Ariella. I'm just a whole, a victim to this whole situation. (sighs) And I don't like it. What I will say to give her half a point is that Mm -hmm. Binyam, because this was so important, he should have at least walked her through what was going to happen at the baptism. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because all that Bible in the head, that hit, she hit her in the head with a Bible. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and the face she made was like, oh, what is this? I know. Well, he did hit her in the head with it. He did hit her. He probably pushed it a little harder because he'd been sick of her butt. <laughs> he probably, they probably normally like put it like touch you know, lightly touch her uh, forehead. He hit her with that thing. He slapped her with it, for sure. And you shouldn't be hitting people with Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> um, a real Bible thumper. He said, literally. <laughs> so then they take the baby, they take his clothes off, they baptize him in the water, and then they put well, oil the on him. jug. Right. <laughs> With a dollar store. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's the thing clean. You pouring that dirty, nasty jug over my baby head. <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. He should have definitely told her what they were going to do. That wasn't right. He should have told her. But she was surprisingly good with it. Benyam was like, honestly, I thought she was going to snatch a baby or push the priest. So I'm just thrilled that she didn't. Basically, yeah, she didn't because when they started pouring the water over him and he was crying, she got all up in their face, and I was like, Oh Lord, she's about to go. So that was probably really hard for her. Because, but so I'm glad she sat down because that would not have been good. And even his sister was like, I'm surprised, right? <laughs> so then they have the celebration, they wrap him in the injera bread. I mm-hmm. love bread, that is that bread is good, but. I do think that's a little weird because if you, what happened to the injera bread that they wrapped around Benio? It's supposed to be for wealth, right? So why is his ass dancing in the clubs and broke? <laughs> maybe it don't, maybe that don't work. <laughs> Kelly. Maybe the and that don't work. And then they ate it afterwards. Why you I mean, that was just weird. I don't mind um, you know, cultures and different things, but it has to make sense. Well, it makes so, sense. Um, they just don't ever explain anything to her. Um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I was thinking, what if he boo-booed in it on the bread? Or well, he was dressed, right? He was dressed. The baby was dressed. Even still. She was like, what do I do? Turn him on, turn it on the side like a hot dog? I mean, (laughs) I don't know what they, it just, it would be, I don't understand how wrapping him in the injera bread is for wealth. 
maybe nourishment, health, something. But wealth, no. This is something they need to wrap it in some other kind of bread because the dad is not wealthy. <laughs> what kind of bread would you wrap them in for wealth, Kelly? Uh, I don't know. Ezekiel bread, maybe. <laughs> Pizza dough. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So it went well. Ariel is still like, you know, I wasn't really trying to do that, but I do appreciate that, you know, I'll take the memories of his family being happy forever. Mm-hmm. Vinium's sister is like, I've never seen Ariella this well behaved. Right. <laughs> and That's I'm surprised. Uh, what did you think about the conversation that his sisters had with her parents last week? When I they mean, were basically disrespectful. Yeah. A lot of people thought that they were wrong to do that, and I didn't. I feel like they probably, and by they I mean the production, mm-hmm. is not showing the worst of Ariella. And mm-hmm. I think they were telling the truth. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, her dad did say she does, she can tend to have an attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did say that. She's a little hot-tempered, which you can see. Um, but I kind of felt like it just made the whole thing uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable, and I wasn't even there. So I was like, what, what are her parents supposed to say to that? I don't know. It was rude and disrespectful. I think, yeah, I I don't think they had should have said anything like that. They should have just said, "Hey, you know what? The 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 baptism is important to us. Um, You know, this is something that we do for our culture, and leave it at that." Yeah. Okay, that's fair. But from a content standpoint, I loved it. I thought that was funny. And I laughed. <laughs> yeah. Her, her, even her dad was like, yeah, she do be acting up. So he knows. <laughs> he knows. All right. Let's move on to Tim and May Lisa. Oh, God. She's thick. And boring. She um, hates him. She doesn't like him. She likes him. No, wait. I think this is what I was going to say. Melania Trump likes Donald more than May Lisa likes that guy. <laughs> and she hates Donald Trump. 
She did I tell you that I tweeted that Melissa was the Courtney Kardashian of 90 Day Fiance and she retweeted it? No, <laughs> don't put that on Courtney. I like Courtney. <laughs> Why would you say that about her? Because she has she no has- emotion and yeah. blank stared face. Uh huh. Yeah, just stares at him. Uh uh. I can't because at least Courtney has some personality. Um, She does at times. It might not be like her sister's, but she does at times. But this girl is a lump. She's a she's a lump. I like, I look at her, I fall asleep. She talks, I fall asleep. She walks, I fall asleep. Every time she's on the screen, I fall asleep. (laughs) All right, girl. So Tim tells me, Lisa, that he's officially going back to America. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, did you already buy your ticket? And he was like, well, even if I had told you right before I clicked buy that we were going to have an issue. It was going to be an argument regardless. So, yeah, I already bought my ticket. You know how prices <laughs> be. So, yeah, it's done. Melissa says she thinks it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's thinking about himself. And he's like, well, honestly, like, I have no clue when I'm coming back. And Melissa's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be waiting for you then. Which I think is fair. Like, yeah, I, I think I think if she thought he was going over there for a long period of time, and I don't mean like weeks, I mean like a long, like months and months, he clearly wasn't doing that. He had he came there with a predetermined set of time, and he was like, um, you know, I'm going to be here this long, and if X Y Z don't happen, I'm out. But the X Y Z was pre- pretty much impossible. Um, so he didn't have enough money to go over there. He had no intentions on staying over there. So as, in terms of her being upset about that, I definitely understand. Yeah, but I think they both need to have some perspective. Like, I don't, I'm not going to say it's her fault, but also she can't be that surprised. Like, you know he can't get a permit. You know the best way to him getting a permit to work is y'all getting married? You said that absolutely was not going to be happening. It's not even on the table. They're mm-hmm. not even at the point to have a discussion about that. Mm-hmm. So how much money did you think he saved up? How long did you to be there for longer than a couple of months? And, you know, that was a conversation that they should have had. But I think he also should have had that. he told her, I kept my job. He told her that weeks into the situation. So at that point, they should have had a conversation of what is going on here? How? Well, that's, yeah, that's when he could have said, if I don't get a job by what you call them, you know, whatever time frame, I'm going home. And he didn't do that. He didn't. So he... I blame him for that. Yeah. And he also needed to say, he needed to have, even if he said, I'm going back to work for six months, mm-hmm. there's a light at the end of the tunnel. She has a deadline and says, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to figure out whether or not I want to wait the six months for you or not. But 
you just like, okay, I'm getting a one-way ticket. I don't know when I'm coming back. Then it's not really putting a lot of faith in your future. No, I mean, he, then he, I was so confused at the airport. First of all, he cried and then she wiped a tear, but it wasn't her tear, it was his. And, <laughs> and then she, <coughs> excuse me, she never, like, she never had any emotion. Most, most women, if your guy cry, you're going to cry a little bit, you know? She had none emo. She was she couldn't wait to get home. She is going on a date tonight, and she was fucking somebody within the two two or three. Days. <laughs> <laughs> serious. She was gonna, she's going on a date the next night. Her eyes were red. She I saw a couple tears come out of her. No. Mm-mm. Now, <laughs> did her face? Fashion look any different than it usually does? No, but there were tears that came out. I honestly feel like she is couldn't wait for him to leave. And <laughs> she probably had a date, date lined up for the next day. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, she probably liked the fact that he was there. You know, she got used to him or whatever. But um, as far as her really wanting him, no, no, I don't see either of them really wanting to be in a relationship with one another. Honestly, I think they just wanted to be on the show, yeah. But and why would he cry then? Because he's always crying, <laughs> yeah. He he does the first four episodes that we saw him in, yeah, he did cry a lot. Um. So when he's packing up to move, Melissa says, you know, I just have a hard time believing how serious you were about moving here since you kept your job in America and now mm-hmm. you're leaving. And like I said before, she wants a firm date on when he's coming back and that's when he starts to cry. <laughs> he knows he doesn't have one. Right. That's convenient. And he's like, I'm just worried this is the last time we're going to see each other. I'm like, okay, because you're not planning on coming back. That's why. Right. And you know you're not. And and she knows he's not. And that's why she's going on a date that night with somebody else. Uh, mm. um, so I just wonder, like, did they have a... Is it completely out of the question that her coming back to America... I I never really discussed that. Because she was initially, and then he cheated on her. And then his moving to Columbia was supposed to be committed to her. And their relationship. So, uh, I don't know. Um, So, she basically says, you know, you going to America means that we have broken up. We're not together. Mm-hmm. but we kind of are together I'm still going to plan for the future of us being together but you're not going to be around okay um, <clears throat> she I, I don't know it was it, I just don't I feel like I've been duped 
having to watch the storyline the whole time, frankly. Yeah, they're whack. They really are. Both of them. Really whack. Um, Did you have any other thoughts about them? Yeah, I don't think they'll ever see each other again. Maybe at the reunion. Oh, yeah, outside of that, yeah. (laughs) But in, in, like, together, I don't think he's ever going back there, and I don't think there's anything there. Yeah, I agree. I looked at her Instagram the other day, and there really weren't any current pictures of them. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I don't... Doesn't look good. She did tell him she loved him, though. That was the first time, I think, since he had been back. Or since he had cheated on her. That she said it. Yeah, that didn't seem very sincere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. All right, let's move on to Brittany and Izan. Mm -hmm. So, thank God for Angela, her friend who seems to be the only person who has some sense. Right. Um, So they meet up with Yazan and Adam, the translator, so they can (laughs) get to the bottom of uh, why Yazan has been wilding the fuck out. So Yazan says, you know, I love you, Brittany, but, like, we need to trust each other. And he says he plans on telling his parents that he wants to marry Brittany, but, and also that she's not going to convert to Islam. But, like, before he does all that, she needs to know that his parents and his family might disown him. Mm-hmm. So Brittany says that she's upset that, you know, that they would even feel that way. And Yazan says, you know, I'm willing to sacrifice for you, but I want to know how Brittany feels. So I'm trying to get married as soon as possible. Right, because he has time. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna do all this, then we need to be getting married because it's otherwise it's not worth worth it to me. Right, right. Mm. Um, I I understand. Yeah, but again, I don't understand. Did I miss something? Like, do they actually really like each other? Another couple, but I'm, I just have not really seen chemistry between them. Well, yeah, not at all. And I, I think they're another couple that just wants to be on TV. Yeah. I think I think she definitely does. Um, because she keeps putting things off and, you know, not taking it seriously. I think he... Um, he obviously has... Like, I believe his family really does have standards and things that they need to do in their religion that they truly believe in. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I think he is probably disappointing them because he's choosing to film this show over, you know, standing, uh, standing up for his beliefs and his religions and all and everything else. Um, but I believe she 100% wants to be on the show because she's like, I got to think about it. You always thinking. You right. always thinking. What right. else What else is there left to think about? This man is going to... When they told her he could be killed 
her, his dad was serious. Mm-hmm. I feel. And her only response was, I gotta think? Well, at this point, she doesn't know that that's what has happened. Because then she says, you know, I, I don't fully trust that this isn't a tactic on Yasmin's part. And so then she wants to talk to his brother to figure out what really is going on. Well, she still said that after she talked to her his brother. Yeah. She still says she got to think about it. Like, at that point, that's when you say, look, this is, this is way too much. And I don't want you to die over this. You still trying to figure out if you love him enough, if you want him to go through all this for you? No, you don't get any more time to think. <laughs> well, yeah, true. So Angela ends up leaving. <clears throat> Brittany says, you know, she's worried about what the translator's going to say about Yasmin's family. So she says, you know, I, I kind of understand now more why he is, Yasmin's been acting the way he's been acting. <clears throat> so she goes up to meet up with his brother, Obida. And Brittany starts by saying, you know, I really love Yazan and I want to be with him, but Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not uncomfortable with continuing on with this relationship if this is really going to be a problem between you and your family. And he says, Obida says, you know, my concern is that Yazan's marrying a a foreigner Mm -hmm. and basically abandoning his whole culture and all his beliefs for you. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know if it's worth it. So <clears throat> it affects the entire family. Yeah, it does. Yeah. People hate him. And some people want to kill him. And so her only gets, response was, I got to think about what I'm going to do. She starts no. crying. Mm-mm. Right. <laughs> she gets to crying. And Obida's like, why are you crying? Please stop. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan gets up to comfort her and he's like, okay, I need you to stop crying. But like, just so you know, I'm his brother. I support him. And even if the whole world turns on Yazan, I will be there and I'll have his back. And, but also. They're going to kill you too. Probably. And he's like, you know, but you need to know that he lost a lot. He gave up a lot to be with you. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. And so Brittany is like, is there anything I can do? Like, should I convert to Islam? And he's like, no, you're not going to be do- <laughs> doing that just to please people. This ain't no drive through religion. Right. You it's don't like- get to pull up and order what you want and be like, here, okay, now, now I got my Big Mac. I'm Muslim now. Right. <laughs> no. Don't you do one thing. You told her that. I agree. So this is your a choice that you have to make. You clearly have stated that you don't want to do. Don't be doing it just to make us feel better, because that's not going to work. And she not- wasn't going to do it anyway. She was going to say her response to that was like, let me think if that's what I really want to do. Why don't you still know you had 24-hour flight? You've been here <laughs> a whole week. I mean, why is she so baffled by all of this? I don't know, because she doesn't listen, because she doesn't care. She's selfish. And I really don't understand what she likes about him so much. 
I don't either. At no point has have we seen her ask him, are you okay? Are you going through it? It's always, you need to stand up to your family. You need to be a man. You need to do this for me. You need to appease me. And it's like, you don't really want him to stand up to his family. You want him to do what you want him to do. And he doesn't have the kind of money that she wants anyway. No. He don't have nowhere near the money or the lifestyle that she wants. I don't know why she's in Jordan. Other than the show. I don't either. I have no idea. So So it has to be for the show. Completely. Mm -hmm. And then he says, you know, at the end of the day, you just got to do what you want. I'll protect you as much as I can. Mm -hmm. But what I do require from you is that you make up for everything that he gave up. So you got to be his mama, his sister, mm-hmm. all these relationships that he messed up because mm-hmm. he wants to be with you. You have to pick up the slack on that. Mm-hmm. So. And she knows she's not ready to do that. Not at all. Not at all. So she should just get her flight home and never speak to him again. She should have hopped on that flight with Angela and said, you know what? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't do Right. Let's move on to Jenny and Sumi. Girl. I didn't realize she was older. Is she older than his parents? Yeah. She's older than his parents. No wonder they got a problem. Right. They were so funny. He said, can't you find somebody better? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into this. So, when we see them, she's still blubbering from last episode in front of her, his brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Sister-in-law's got her hand over her mouth like, girl, what is going on right now? And his brother, Amit, is like, listen, the tears not going to help get you approval with our family. But, you know, what you do need to do is tell our parents before you guys have this ring ceremony mm-hmm. and... People get to talking and they find out from somebody else. Right. That's the only advice I can give you. And like Jenny, he was, it, with, before they find out from somebody else, meaning him. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was going directly home mm-hmm. to tell. Yep. Yep. Jenny's still trying to lie. She doesn't want them to tell the no at all. She doesn't want to tell him. And they leave. And Jen, Sumit looks at Jenny, and she's like, what? I thought I was supposed to invite them to the ring ceremony. He was like, no. I was <laughs> going to see what their reaction was going to be. And then make the choice to invite them. But now, they're going to go home and snitch to mom and dad. So thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know what? I think we need to postpone the ring ceremony until we can talk to my parents about this face-to-face. Which she is pissed. I don't know why they keep having, we keep having to be subjected to them having these conversations. We got to talk to the parents for the 89th time. You know they're going to say no. That they're not going to approve of this relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't want it. They're not trying to hear it. She's too old. We don't like her. We don't like you two together. Mm-hmm. Not, not going to happen. They already said there is never going to be a day that we approve of this relationship. Right. What happens? 
He invites his parents over to ask them once again if he's if they can give their approval for this relationship. So the first time we see Sumit's mom, she's like, you know what? This is our first time coming over the house. And why is it our first time? Because of Jenny. I don't like her. And that's why I wasn't trying to come over to this house. Right. I don't like him seeing her. And I never will. Mm-hmm. And frankly, the only reason why I came over was to tell him to pack his stuff because he's coming back with me. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. So everybody gets settled in and his parents are like, we're over this. Quit playing. Get your shit. You're coming home. Mm-hmm. We're done. Playtime's over. Right. <laughs> Sumit says... You know, I went to the lawyer. The lawyer said, I actually, there's no legal reason why you would have any sort of reasonable, you know, cause to object to this relationship. Mm-hmm. But I love you guys. And I want y'all to approve of our marriage. It was important to me. So I'm giving you the courtesy of asking you once again, will you approve of this marriage? And his mom's like, no. <laughs> I'll never be happy with your wrong decision. Over my dead body, is what she said. Right. I don't care what that lawyer told you. There is no law above the parents' law. Mm Mm-hmm. And, sorry, said, yeah, you'll be getting married over my dead body. Let me make this very clear. The day you get married, I will be dead. Right. (laughs) Period. Period. Oh, my gosh. So... Then they just go off on him. She, his dad speaks up and is like, you're living in an illusion. You live in India. This is our culture. You're trying to live by the rules of a, another culture that is completely far away. Not happening. Uh, Sumit says, basically, they're only concerned about their own happiness, but, like, what about me? And his dad's like, so... What what's happening here? You're just gonna marry whoever you want here. Why don't you find a a hundred year old bitch? How about that? Right. If you're yeah. gonna be so crazy. Um, you can go for the best though. <laughs> right. Her kids are six and seven years older than you. Is That's this the best? Right. You can I, I guess I didn't realize that until this episode. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> He's like, is this the best you could do? Right. I mean, that was a good question because I kind of wanted to know too. (laughs) Because I don't understand why he likes her so much. Like the other couples we were saying, you know, they have this um, whatever relationship. You, You never really see anything but the drama so you don't see that they actually have a relationship and I've never I mean am I missing something do they have a relationship they have more I've seen more chemistry between them than Tim and Melissa or Brittany and Izan well that's not saying much no but that's what I've got I've got to say so (laughs) that's all I can give them I mean I think they actually have respect for each other you don't see them like fighting amongst themselves but as far as like an actual relationship I'm 
confused. Well, I mean, you have to think about the real origins of their relationship, which was that he catfished her. And said uh-huh. he was some hot dude when he was really Sumit. <laughs> that should have been enough. And so maybe I don't know. He also she also took his virginity. Oh Lord, I forgot about that. So there's that. Well, I, that's that explains his problem. <laughs> <laughs> what she, about hers? She seems like A lot of people think that maybe Jenny has a diminished mental capacity, if you will. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, I I don't know. I think she probably is kind of like, oh, you like me? Okay, I like you back because you like me. Mm. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. But her kids don't seem to be thinking like that. Or her kids. They think her daughter and her wife seem to be very much more intelligent emotionally and otherwise than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't seem to think why they're together either. And they're like, listen, I hope this works out for you because you're not sleeping on my couch again, Mom. Right. Yeah, but they never put their foot down and like, this is ridiculous. Well, I mean, what can they do? I don't know. I don't know. She already cashed out her 401k. I ask you, like, his dad took the money and borrowed it so he could get a divorce, and then now he's so upset about the marriage. What did he think he was going to do? Listen to them and, and not go through with it. So he borrowed twenty dollars, twenty thousand dollars that he didn't have, knowing that Sumit doesn't have it. And then he is surprised that he got caught off guard by saying, no, I don't want you to marry her. I don't know. And I wonder if there was a conversation that was like, his dad said, I will help you get out of this because I made a mistake by pairing you guys up together. Mm -hmm. But just so you know, 
This isn't like any sort of approval of y'all getting together. Like that wasn't, this is not why I'm helping you. Yeah, that was never aired. So I would want to know like when that conversation took place because you never saw that. Right. And that would make more sense. Like, okay, I understand you didn't like this girl, but I can get you out of this, but you're not marrying her. But, I mean, they have been very clear on camera. It may not have been with regard to the divorce and helping him with that, but regardless, they have said, we're not going to approve of this. So, mm. So why is there so much confusion? I wouldn't have... I, I, wonder, I, I wonder how much Sumit actually wants to get married to Jenny. Mm-hmm. As opposed to what? I think... there He has to know that his parents are never going to approve. Like, he has to know that, whether it's in the back of his mind or the front of his mind, he knows yeah. that this is never going to work. Right. So I, I don't know why Jenny and Sumit haven't had this conversation of like okay, for real it seems very likely that your parents are never going to approve of this, so is this something that you can get over? Not having their approval and possibly being estranged from them because that would be the conversation that I'm having. Mhm. Well, that's a normal person. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, yeah. That I, goes back I, to what I was saying. I, I don't think I love anybody that much because I'm not going through all that. I would have gave up, like, the first trip, probably. <laughs> right. Like, I'm right. not going through all this for love. Mm-mm. And you're Just not going to put that on I don't yeah. want to be the one who broke y'all up. Right. I don't want to be any part of that. That's not good. It's not. Because it's only going to come up later. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's and you owe your dad $20,000? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Brother, six months, 10 years, 20 years. One day you're going to nag him too much about not taking out the garbage, and he's going to be like, I left my whole family for you, bitch. Ooh. Leave me. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> well, <laughs> at some point it's going to come out, and you can't, you're never, it, it would take a really big person to say, because he's clearly very emotionally invested in his parents' approval. Mm-hmm. It, it would take him a lot of work to not blame her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But, mm, yeah, that's a good point. So, then she should have known this man ain't got no $20,000. So, that's it. That would have been it for me. She doesn't but, have $20,000 either. So, but I'm saying, like, you don't have the money to do any of the stuff you're talking about. Like, why are they even having a ring ceremony? You I, I owe somebody $20,000. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they're both very immature and they neither of them truly think about things realistically. True. So, I don't know. But his parents, no his parents get so much funnier and they're like, even if you wanted to find an American girl, I know you could do a million times better than Jenny. So, right. did you not enough? <laughs> right. That was true. That, that was true. funny. <laughs> I guess he, he probably did try to catfish some other people. Probably. He caught on his ass. <laughs> they were dumb enough to know it went hell. Right. Oh, Lord. So then it gets more dramatic. Jenny's sitting there. She still has, he's barely translated anything. No, he hasn't translated anything. She, but she know. She know they cursing her ass out. Right. She doesn't really need the translation because the mom is pointing at her Mm -hmm. and looking like she wants to spit in her face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At one point, Sumit's mom's like, look at how much gray hair you got. You got that from hanging out with her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they started going in. They're sick of it. She's been saying that. I guess they were trying to be nice and cordial. But once, I guess they had not seen Jenny since she came eight years ago. So all this stuff is pent up. Oh, that's true. And she's like, oh, once I see that wrinkled face, I'm going in on that girl. <laughs> right. They couldn't wait to get out of that. Uh, what do they call those things? <laughs> what, the little pedicabs? Yeah. <laughs> they hopped out of that thing. So fast. <laughs> uh, so then she goes on to say, like in an interview outside, she says, We're so ashamed that he is still thinking about doing this. And they know, like, if what if people we know see them out and about and they're kissing and they're gonna be like, What gross. kind of value did you teach our son? Like, this is gross. What are y'all doing? That's true. It, I mean, and then she's like, you know what? Y'all need to choose. You need to choose between me or her. Hands down. So then Sumit, he gets down on his knees. He pushes the, the coffee table. What do you push? To the side. What do you push? A uh, candy bowl? <laughs> I think it was the coffee table with, with coffee or what? something on it. Something was jiggling. He gets all dramatic, gets down on bended knee and is like, I've just suffered so much, and he's hugging his dad and practically sitting on his dad's lap, and, you know, Jenny <laughs> walks out, and she's like, I can't do this to this family. I right. need to go back. should have been it. It should have been. it wasn't it. <sighs> I guess we see we'll the see. previews for next week, and she came back, and she was starting to talk shit. We'll see. I think she's got... <sighs> Part of me is like, she's got a lot of nerve for making all these demands because you're walking in into a different culture. And I understand that y'all love each other and love should conquer all and all that. And you've waited all 67,000 years of your life to be with this man. Mm-hmm. And now they're making things harder for you. Mm-hmm. But also, you've been in this relationship for eight years. Mm-hmm. And not at any point in the eight years have they approved of this relationship. 
So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. She shouldn't be surprised. I don't understand why he can't just move to America. Well, they have to get married. Well, yeah, but they have to get married for her to live there, too. Right. So. But I don't think they ever talked about moving to America because she gave up everything. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Do you think this is going to be, or next week is going to be, the end of Jenny and Sumit for good? No, because it definitely looked like she was trying to um, put in her two cents after saying she wasn't going to, but she definitely looked like she came in there and decided to start talking whatever she was saying. I don't know. Right. Mm. Which, she's lucky his mom is not like black, basically, because she probably got her ass beat. She was very close. She probably would have got that butt beat. So she's actually lucky. Do you have any final thoughts about the episode? You know, as I was watching this this week's episode, which I guess because normally I watch it while I'm at work. So I'm not paying attention to, and it's like I'm watching the, the re, you know, streaming it. I never realized it was two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's a commitment. It is. And I don't, it's, we all like reality TV. Okay. That's not the thing. But I don't want every couple to be a disaster. Like, does anybody okay. like each other? <laughs> well, Kenny and Armando, but we don't ever see them. Oh, they weren't even on this episode. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about them. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I forgot. That's really it. And they kind of get on my nerves because that guy talking about he didn't realize they were going to need to speak so much Spanish. Right. Fool you in Mexico. Right. What you thought? <laughs> What did you think was going to happen? And how do you... Like, I understand a lot of people in Mexico speak English, but... You thought she was going to live there? And work? That's a vacation. Right. And work. Yeah, and work. How are you going to work? You don't even know... Uh, what's her name no more than you? Hannah knows more than he do. And she's seven. What is she, like five or six? I think she's six or seven, yeah. She knows more than you do. And she she could get a job better than you. (laughs) She's so sick of hearing Tayama. He's so confused about this, the amount of Spanish speaking that's done there. He hasn't, it's been how many weeks? And he is no better than he was three weeks ago. No. Oh. <laughs> you could at least try to learn a couple of words. Como estas? He's at the very base. A normal American knows about as much as he knows. More, I would say. Well, at, yeah. 
at the very minimum, they know Ola and Gracias. That's it. Como estas bien y tú? Hello. I don't even know if he think he know that. <laughs> he knows Te Amo. That's about it. <laughs> no guacamole. He's terrible. He know when he don't want to eat no food. When he knows about that food. What right. is that? Carnitas? Yeah, you knew what it was. He knows what pork is. <laughs> <laughs> He's terrible. He is. I I don't I, I like their relationship, but I don't like uh, Kenny. I don't either. I think yeah, I, I mean just especially like okay, even if he was retired and he wasn't you're trying to raise this child and you're gonna wait however long to be able to communicate with her. Right. At least do it for Hannah. He's too dramatic for me. Like, I think he's 57 and Armando's, what, 25? Something like that. He, Armando's he mature. He is. And I think Kenny is so used to his lifestyle and in terms of being a gay guy who you know was you know started to be an adult in the 80s and going through the AIDS crisis and all that like he was very lucky to have parents that supported him a whole family in a non-traditional way children to Uh have um not really experienced a whole lot of homophobia. Um, you know, I think in terms of that, he's been very lucky. And I think it's really unfair considering all the horrific things that Armando has had to deal with uh-huh. as he was gay. I think he's a little bit, he he's a lot impatient with Armando. And uh-huh. that's fair to him. Uh-uh. Yeah, um, you're right. I mean, his wife tried to kill him and ended up killing herself and their unborn baby because she was so mad that he was gay. Mm. Tried to run him off the road and then ended up running off that cliff herself. So I did not know that. Yeah. That's how she died. Oh, I did not know that. I knew he was a widower, but I didn't know how. Yeah. Lord. Right. So you got to be a little bit more patient with this man. Mm. And his family is really struggling with it. They're really struggling. And and you don't have that because you have support. Right. Right. He's always looking for like help. He's not like helping anything. He's always seems like he's always looking for support. And not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be that way because he's, you know, the older of the two. But I really like Armando. Yeah, I do too. I think he's very, uh, he's doing the best he can. And I think he's mm-hmm. doing a really good job. Yeah. And the, and and, uh, and, H- and Hannah is so cute. So cute. 
<laughs> well, she well, said the people at that office were ugly because they rejected their filing to get married. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Hannah. They are ugly. You can get all the purses you want. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ice cream. Anyway, thank you for doing this, Kelly. <laughs> it's all right. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> all right, girl. Talk to you later. All right, bye.